Hi, welcome to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast with your host, Trent M. Clark, three-time World Series coach, CEO of Leadershipity, serial entrepreneur, having started 12 companies, coach to the 1%, and an international speaker. This show is going to be your go-to podcast for facing adversity, being inspired, and overcoming obstacles, all from the best in the world, business, sports, and leadership. Hate the crappy ingredients in many beverages and energy drinks? Rebellious Infusions are the go-to functional beverage. They have five or fewer plant-based organic ingredients. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system. And L-thionine for brain health. Rebellious Infusions are available at drinkrebellious.com. Rethink your drink. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. That's a great question, too. I mean... I think part of it is, is, you know, a lot of people get stuck. They get stuck where they are and they get comfortable. And if you're stuck and you're comfortable, you're in trouble. I'm telling you right now, you have to continue to grow, challenge yourself, and really, again, try to figure out what are you capable of achieving? What can you do? Like, what do you have in your skill set? And so for me, I'm always thinking about, okay, now that I'm healthy, now that I'm back in the game, now that I'm about to return to being one of the top speakers and supporting people who have abilities to, you know, impact other people through their nonprofits. Like I have so many things that I want to be a part of that now I have to be challenging myself every day. And it's going to sound crazy, Trent. When I wake up, I want to have purpose as soon as I get up. I don't want to just get up and say, okay, what am I doing today? No, 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 no. I'm already praying on it that night. I'm already thinking about it. I'm already meditating on it. And then when I wake up, I'm already at it. And even this morning, when me and you were texting, I was already asking you, okay, what time is it? I want to make sure I'm on this. I want to make sure everything's, and I have, you know, I'm about to go interview Sean Resper, play that Michigan State. I'm about to interview a number of people while I'm at the final four because, again, I'm already in my mind saying, "Okay, it's not just going to happen. I'm going to have to go make it happen if I want it to happen. And there you go. I think that that says a lot right there. Yeah. And I think it's I like your reminder. It's a daily thing. This is not like, oh, hey, you know, next week. You know, I, I often, you know, get very cautious about people's the danger of getting too far out in the future. <laughs> like next week is like, hey, don't put off tomorrow what you could get done today. Right. Like so that I wouldn't worry too much about week because this day is what's been. And that and that's not that's not given. Right. That's not automatic. So we got to take care of what we can right now and get that done. And I think the other thing is, is you talked about was comfort. Right. Yeah. And for the people who really, you know, every one percenter I've ever talked to, Derek, talks about this. And, you know, man, when, when things get too comfortable, they get nervous because they've lived so much of their lives in this discomfort. And it served them so well. Right. So well that they actually are, quote unquote, comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? So they have developed a skin for it. They've developed. And, and this is why I think you see some really high, high performing world beaters who take it to the 100 mile century runs and triathletes and 75 hard and all these things that people want to do to continue to challenge their bodies because man, they're, because they wake up one day going, man, I, I got a nice home. 
I got a nice organization. People are listening to what I got to say. People are buying my book. Like, hey, things are pretty good. Maybe I'll just go drive the car around today. And I and then they go, man, I, I'm not even contributing to anything. And so right. they they look back and go, man, I got to do something that makes me uncomfortable now. Like, like because they're not going to feel like they're going in the right direction until they get uncomfortable. Well, and, and I want to add to that because at the end of the day, I mean, you know, we get comfortable because we buy into ideas that were shown to us. But the reality is, is we all have unlimited upside, but we're too afraid, right? Stay with me. We're too afraid to try to do it because of what people are going to say, how they're going to look at us. Why not do it? I mean, you only you only get one time to be alive. So why not pursue your vision and your dreams and your purpose? And so for me, I'm excited because obviously I'm still here for a reason, right? I mean, everything I've already listed through my health challenges says a lot. But on the flip side of that, that means that I still have work to do and I have an opportunity to do it because I woke up this morning. This morning I woke up. So then let's make today be a great day. Real yeah. talk. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, you make a point about we are concerned about what people think of us, right? And we ask a lot of people questions in leadership. Like, hey, is it more important for you to be liked or to be respected? Right. And if folks really want to be liked, they really care what people think about them. And sure. I have to remind a lot of people that you are going to be absolutely in shock when you think care how much people think about you when you find out how infrequently they ask they actually think about you right it's like oh you know what they're thinking about me like no they're not thinking about you at all they've got their own stuff they're thinking about like people actually don't think that much about you they've got their right. own business they've got their own stuff to do they've got their own things and people are really concerned with that and it, it is a, it's definitely a challenge because we're hinging on these social media likes you see these kids hanging on the edge of the seat going oh if i could just get 10,000 views and all these likes, you know, like, come on, you know, like, no. Well, I'm going to tell you what, that stuff really isn't that important because we're putting value on stuff that, you know, having, having a thumbs up or somebody liking your stuff doesn't mean that they value you. Right. Does that make sense? And so yeah. we got to make sure that, you know, we really just, again, take a step back Think about what, what we want to be a part of. Think about where we want to invest our time, where we want to invest our energy. And 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 the truth is, is people aren't going to like you regardless. So why try to make people like you? Because their opinion really doesn't matter. You just need to focus on what your vision is and what your purpose is and let everybody else do what they're going to do. Because at the end of the day, it's just you. It's you and God. That's all it is. Yeah. Let's talk about your acronym for leadership. Give me that real quick, because this is really good. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I started a program to teach middle school kids and high school kids the defi definition of leadership. And so I created an acronym. And the first word is loyalty, education, accountability, discipline, empowerment, respect, service, honesty, integrity, and then obviously my powerful word is perseverance because perseverance is what I've already showed you through this entire experience. So that yeah. gives you a little bit, you know, it gives you a little framework of how I am able to connect with, especially 
that next generation of leaders because I want to talk to them about stuff that they have to really exercise and understand how to use. I is integrity, right? Yep. I love it's a good itty. Man, you know, when you figure out that, wow, if I mean you take these right down, loyalty is is becoming a thing that's actually really at, at a challenge point to me now. I think that there's a lot of me, me, I, I going on around now. And I'm concerned that we're losing loyalty for the people that have been loyal to you. Like you're, you're very loyal to your former coach. You're very loyal to your school. You're loyal to the programs, right? And you, and we build that because you see other people sacrifice in us. And wow, I see a lot of people sacrificing into these kids today and they're not loyal to that sacrifice at all. No, well, and part of that is, and I and I hate to say it, is we're just selfish. I mean, nobody wants to say it. I'll say it. We have this idea. Yeah, yeah. We're we're in this place where, you know, it's really about what can I do, but then also what's in it for me. And the reality is, is as soon as you put yourself in the equation, it's really not about anybody other than you. And so we have to stop being so selfish. We have to stop being so self-centered. And then we also have to really, you know, I, I think it's impacting our society in multiple ways. And so we have to really say, okay, who am I going to be, right? Am I going to be a person that is always about me and I got, I want to go on vacation and I want to do this and I want to go here and that? Or are you going to go, wait a minute, I got to be willing to sacrifice for something that's bigger than me, something that's greater than me, something that can help impact the world. Because at the end of the day, and I'm going to go back to the Leadership First acronym, your integrity says a lot. If we go back to the word integrity, it says a lot about who are you really or are you wearing a mask and pretending like you're somebody and then when the mask falls, then we get a chance to see who you really are, your character. That's yeah, me. I think I, I often you know think about that inserting yourself. I think that's a good way to say inter, inter, inserting myself into the equation is a zero proposition. That's a zero, right? And if I take Derek, unstoppable bull times zero, we're still zero because I put myself into it, right? Like, you know, all of a sudden I keep putting that zero back into it and anything times zero is zero. Right. So it's like, man, you know, we can't get that. So I love that. The education thing, also a real struggle. I mean, especially the kids, they don't see education as a tool to that next level. And this is one of the things I find frustrating when I'm telling kids, once you get the education, no one can ever take it away from you. Like it is one of the most strongest things that you can own ever. And I don't feel like there's value. They don't value it. Well, and, you know, the funny thing is, you know, I'm I'm a first generation college student. So did my undergrad human services psychology, continued, got my MBA in human resource management. And I realize now that if I didn't have that background and the education to support, you know, me becoming a top speaker and traveling, traveling the world, then people would question my credibility is what it would happen. They would question sure. if I could deliver and if I had the information to, you know, inspire their their sales team or inspire their presidents or any of those things. So for me, I just think once you are disciplined enough, I want to make sure I say that you have to have discipline and you can commit to the, the to the entire process, it really allows people to really quantify you as a person that you've earned the right for people to listen to what you have to say.
But I think we live in a time now where everybody's about how can they make money? And I got to be transparent. That's where our mindset is. We want to figure out how can I make money instead of really just focusing on doing other things. So just some food for thought, some, some food for you to think about in this conversation. Yeah, I think the the discipline is still, you know, hard thing to understand for young kids, hard thing to understand for, you know, adults, really, quite frankly. I mean, and as a former strength and conditioning coach, I have certainly seen all the benefits of discipline. And admittedly, I'll be the same guy who goes on the road and goes, man, I'm too tired to work out. Maybe I'll order some room service and some bonbons and watch some, you know, <laughs> watch some sh- my favorite show, right? Watch right. me some Ted Lasso or something. And so, you know, that's an easy thing because it's 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 an easy way to be comfortable. I, I'd like to just settle up and be comfortable. You talk about the A, the accountability. I mean, I think that's a four-letter word sometimes in the environment today. Like people don't like it. They don't like to be held accountable. Yet we've seen the fact like holding people accountable, especially over time, has served. Like all your instructors held you accountable to get that MBA. If you don't do the work, if you don't do the stuff, you don't get the degree. The accountability is what served you to actually get the diploma that says, hey, listen, I am accredited. Right. Absolutely. And and I think a lot of times that accountability piece, you know, people are now they're wavering. They're wavering on it because and, and I hate to say it, a lot of it comes down to us being selfish as a as a as a society. You're thinking to yourself, okay, if I allow you to, you know, check this box, what's in it for me on the backside of that? And and that to me is where we're struggling across the United States of America. It's, there's more to it than just, you know, what it's doing to individual communities. Like it's systemic. It's going from, you know, communities to states to, you know, the Pacific Northwest. Now we're talking about the United States. Like it's a bigger deal because that's what we've become. And that mindset is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that mindset bleeds over to, you know, a little later in this, right? The respect category, the serving others category. If it's all about me, there's no serving going on there. And certainly, man, I, I mean, everyone's so offended. The respect thing is, is tough for people to, to get back to like, Hey, you got nothing good to say. You say nothing at all. That's okay. (laughs) Like you don't have to say something and it doesn't have to be disrespectful. And man, I, I, that's a tough one. I just want to add to that because I'm thinking about, you know, I went to a breakfast the other day honoring Dr. John Wooden, and there was a lot of people there, but we were talking about the young lady from Iowa, Clark, one of the top scorers. And we were just talking about, you know, this young lady who is one of the best players in women's basketball right now, probably will be one of the top picks in the WNBA. But we talked about her heart. We talked about her ability in her nonprofit and how, and not that, that she has a nonprofit that she talked about, like she volunteers and she's an all A student and she's very focused and she's very sharp. Like those are the people that I want to be around. I want to be around that type of energy because those are the people that are going to challenge me to be better. But see, people don't want to be around that because we live in a society where there's so much jealousy, it's hard for us to wrap our minds around that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that also, you know, you you talk about being around the people. If you're around people that are trying to develop all these leadership skills, right, and develop their perseverance, you know, 
where is the room in there for my victimhood friends who are like, you know what? It's crap. The coach doesn't like me. I'm not playing because this, you know what? If I had like more expensive and better shoes, I'd be on the court. You know, it's this whole excuse victim mentality, you know, tends to go into other people who also play that victim card. And then all of a sudden we're all mired in our own junk. Well, and and I want to add to what you're saying because, you know, I've never been a victim. And but on the flip side of that, when you hang with people who are victims and I, I and people don't want to talk about this, their energy will bleed onto you. Yeah. And so you have to you have to be really aware, one, about what you bring to the table, your your own personal value. And then you have to really evaluate your mindset. Right. Am I in a victim mindset where all I have is excuses? Or am I a solution-based mindset where all I have is finding solutions and moving forward? And I think when you can, if you mix those energy, you're going to get impacted regardless. So you got to decide, you know, are you going to try to, you know, cut ties and move forward so that you can be around people who have positive energy? Or are you going to try to pull somebody up to help them go where they need to go? And those are things you got to ask yourself. Yeah, it's a tough one for those out there who are running teams and coaching and developing your players. I can tell you that a lot of people have taken their number one attitude and put them in a pretty poor environment saying, oh, yeah, they'll lift people up. But as you have, you just kind of said, careful, because the others could bring them down, like take your best people and all of a sudden be like, yeah, we're not getting paid well enough. Yeah. We're not getting the bennies that we used to have. Like, Hey, hey, wait a minute. I thought you were going to come in and lift everybody else up, but there's, if there's a five on one campaign, guess what? Like, I don't like your chances. Like you were going into some negative energy and it will, it will get on you. Well, and and I'm I'm going to share this with you. And then it's just food for thought. I mean, you got to remember, First generation college student, MBA, multiple health challenges, played overseas. Like you already can tell my energy is nothing but positive because I refuse to let it be anything other than positive. And that energy is invaluable. So when you go into a room, people look at you and they think, man, there's something about that guy. And we don't even know what it is, but it's really my energy because remember, we're all immuting and sharing energy all the time. But people don't want to talk about that. But I'm telling you right now, it's super important, man. And we got to realize if people have negative energy, you got to kind of have to go, okay, wait a minute. Let me think about this relationship before we move forward. Yeah, I think that there's a, I've talked to a lot of people that had to minimize relationships in their life, even for just a short time, just to make that, hey, I've got to go away from this relationship. And those are sometimes hard conversations. Like, especially if you're, if you're very close to a sibling who's mired in some negative energy, some negative self-talk, and it's always bad and things are rough. And you're like, man, I, I love you. And I, I love being around you. And I like spending time. But this spot that you're in today, it, it's negative. It's not, it's not serving you. I mean, it's not helping you in any way. And it's certainly not helping me. I'm going to back away from our discussion. I'm here for you, but I can't be with you in this manner all the time and how can I help you and serve you is still something that, you know, we're all trying to do as, as brothers and sisters here, but we got to guard our own hearts. Right. And we got to be careful of that. So I love that. So let's talk about, you know, Derek, when, when you face these challenges, like, man, you're, 
you, like you said, you're kind of on your own in a hospital bed, just you and the Lord. And is, is there a time when, you know, I mean, I don't even know if that point you can think about a future reality of going up in front of a thousand people and doing a talk and, you know, getting back to that space. But as you're picturing this around in your mind, is there something that you read or a quote that you kind of come back to that kind of sets you back on your way to action to get back going up to to get back to your line? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's from a phenomenal book that a lot of people don't refer to as much, the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And so for me, even though I was in that space, I knew that in Isaiah that it was really telling me that if I could just keep my mind, stay close to God, make sure that if I did pass, if something happened to me that I would never curse or turn or betray God because the reality is, is the reason why we're having this conversation right now is because of God. So I just think we have to be willing to you know, continue to humble ourselves and take a moment to really think about at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with us. It's really about how can we contribute to our society and how can we honor you know, what, what God's giving us as a gift because we all have gifts. You know that, right? We yeah. all got gifts. Yeah, I think it's one of the things that a lot of people sitting in positions that aren't going well right now should understand. And that is that you do have gifts and you have what it takes. And maybe the seat that you're in is not where your gifts lie. And I think you got to have some courage to go out there and say, hey, listen. In fact, Derek, I've almost felt like sometimes I've seen especially young people with a lot of God-given gifts. And and they're almost like hoarding it. They're like, oh, you know, it's my gift. I don't share it with people. You know, and right. I'm like, hey, that is not the intention. The intention is you were given this thing. Now you go out and give it to everybody. Like, it to everybody. show them what you can do. Like, do, do go and be your best and be blessed that you have this gift and be humble in that. Not like, hey, I've got this gift and you don't, but like go out and show that. And like, cause we're, cause we're watching, you're watching that in action this weekend, right? Where you see a kid who's so gifted and you're like, oh my gosh, what a play. Like, man, is this kid gifted? Like whether it's, you know, the steel, you know, he's got ice in his veins. He's just, you know, facing the adversity and leaning into it. And the same kid who's diving for balls, who's just an effort. And the same kid who's got the best skill you've ever seen. Right. We all got different gifts. Absolutely. Well, and and that's why I love being here in Houston at the final four, because this is really I love this concept. We're getting a chance to see the best of the best of the best. And there'll be a national championship played on Monday. And I just think, you know, we're going to get a chance to see a phenomenal game. But at the at the end of it, this is the platform. Right. This is. You know, we were at the Super Bowl together in Phoenix, NBA All-Star Game in Salt Lake. But here, this is one of the biggest platforms. You get a chance to show the entire world. Everybody's watching, right? We're we're March Madness, who you are and what you bring to the table. And it can provide a unique opportunity. Yeah. So as I thought about this goal, you know, as an athlete who continued to persevere through, you know, playing here, playing internationally, then going through this health, you know, dangers and challenges that you went through. I, I stumbled on a Vince Lombardi quote this week. Perfection is not attainable, but 
if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. Yes. And yes. I just that man, like we're, you know, hey, listen, am I going to be perfect at every one of these leadership qualities? No, I am not. I'm going to muck that up. I'm going to make a mistake. I'm going to err. I'm going to misstep. I'm going to ask for forgiveness, admit my faults. But man, I'm, I'm going for that, right? I'm going for all those things. And I'm probably going to never attain perfection. But man, I might catch some excellence along the way. Well, and the excellent piece is, and it's like anything, it only happens in spurts. But when you get there, try to ride it as long as you can. Because- right. You know, even even when I was going through my health challenges, I'm getting ready to come back to excellence. And so now as I'm returning to excellence, now I realize how important it was because I realize that 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 excellent piece is something that you have an opportunity to really impact as many people as you can in the time that you're in that space. And so I'm looking forward to moving into that excellent place. Because I think there's people who need to hear, you know, my message, my story, my testimony, encourage them to realize that they can do it, you know, if they continue to fight and continue to believe and continue to stay close to God. And that's real talk. That's real talk. All right. Real good, Derek. Listen, Derek, Unstoppables, bold with us today. Check out his podcast. So thrilled you could be here, Derek. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And I, I want to just say this if possible, because I really want people to tune in. If you want, you always can go to my website, DerekUnstoppable.com. Or if you really want to connect, I'm on all social media platforms from TikTok to LinkedIn, Facebook, all that stuff. Derek Unstoppable Bowls, and we'll be able to connect because I want to see what God still has in store for me. That's awesome. So everyone, you find Derek there. Thanks so much, Derek, for being with us. For everybody else on the Winners Find a Way show, join us every Friday, 1230 Eastern, 930 AM Pacific on YouTube Live, LinkedIn Live, and Facebook Live. And then, of course, you know, go check out the podcast. It's on all your podcasting networks. Like, you can tune in. And, hey, even Spotify is adding video now, which I'm pretty pumped up about. So we'll you get the podcast and the video now. Thank you, Joe Rogan. And so uh, excited to see you next week. And thank you for joining us on another fabulous episode. Derek Bowles, unstoppable. Rebellious infusions are organic flavored water enhancers. Rebellious provides clean, focused energy in liquid packets. Just tear the corner of the packet and pour 16 ounces of water. Rebellious infusions have no sugar, no calories, and up to 300 milligrams of antioxidants and loads of L-thionine for brain health. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 999-99. Do you want to be our next guest? Or do you have inspiring stories to share? Or do you love to inspire, support, and empower thought leaders? Feel free to send Trent a direct message on Instagram or Facebook at Leadershipity.